Chelsea, I'm super excited for today. We have a special guest on the podcast and this guest or brand, should I say, I don't want to say brand because it's a, it's a person, but it is also a brand has been super, super influential. Yes, I'm super excited. So this person that we have, they are the representative of this brand, which would be a good, I guess, a good way to to kind of to put that. But yes, I am so excited too. They're one of my favorite companies and have stood by both of our sides through this whole entire thing. So it's super exciting to have them with us today. Yeah, I hope you guys are excited for this episode because Chelsea and I sure are. Hi, this is Chelsea. This is Michael, and we are Coffee with Creators. Come sit with us and let's talk about content creation and all things creative. So welcome to our scrappy little podcast. Good morning, Chelsea. Good morning, Michael. How so, are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, one of my kids again is sick, of course. Um, but he just has an ear infection. So I've been sending him to school. Like he's not contagious. Ear infections aren't contagious. Contagious and he's not running a fever. So I'm like, bro, you're going to school. Like mama has to work. <laughs> um, but other than that, we're all good here. Yeah. Awesome. What about you guys? Awesome. Um, I mean, my kids aren't sick, but so that's, okay. that's a good thing. Honestly, those are the only things that really worry me if anyone in my family are yeah, sick. Yeah, true. But for the mm -hmm. most part, Same. everything's nice and dandy. Anything that happens to me, mm -hmm. it's just like, I'll just walk it off. <laughs> yeah. Mom is the second thought around here. Like if dad's sick, like everyone has to cater to dad. If the kids are sick, like I'm, we're catering to them. If mom's sick, it's like, oh, she's fine. Like I don't have any clean pants. Can you wash my <laughs> pants? And I'm, I'm like on a, a, a pick line over here, like hobbling to the, yeah. So the story of my life there. I, I saw a meme <laughs> just the other day, something about, you know, you're a man. If you, if you get like a, if you get stabbed or something and you're like, no, I'm, oh no, you have a massive heart attack. And then you go, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. But when you get a cold, you're like, oh, I can't, I can't I'm walk. Dying. I can't do anything. Anymore. We, we call that the man flu at my house and my husband gets it at least three or four times a year. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 That thing. Yeah. I, I've oh, tried it with my wife. She was not buying it. So <laughs> well, I don't buy it either. I don't buy it either. Well, I'm glad that everything's okay. So I'm super excited and happy to have a very special guest today. It's just kind of surreal for me, as I've said earlier when we went live, um, because this is a company that I've admired for the longest time. I've bought, I, you know, I've I bought their products like before I even started sharing any of my pictures. Me too. And I've really just, just it's uh, their stuff is just aspirational, you know. Mm -hmm. And so when the conversation got started a few weeks ago. And we said, hey, would you like to be on our podcast to just kind of say hi and whatever? And they're like, yes, you know, it's super, super exciting, right? It is exciting. And one of the great things about them is not just that they make excellent products. It's that they, they like they have the heart behind those products. Yeah. You know, like it's one thing to just like shove a product out for for people to buy, but like really standing behind it and like putting in all these intricate details for their customer is what I love so much. And that's why I bought so many products like before I was even kind of working with them and showing everyone my, my pretty space. So, yeah, yeah. I think um, let, let's let him in. Yeah, I feel like he's just out there. Yeah, like Exactly. Guys. Exactly. So today we have a special guest and our guest today is Jim from Grove Made. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 
Oh, why? Well, hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Come Jim. on in. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks for uh, having me in. Door Michael was kind of rusty. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite, quite an entrance sound. I like it. I know. Well, th- thank you so much for um, being here today. And I know you're a very, very busy guy, but I'm so excited to, to have you on just for, you know, just for a little bit of your, um, of your time to just talk about who you are and maybe Chelsea and I can finally explain to people why we love your products so much and it's like we don't want to we didn't want to hype it up so much because it might sound like we're just oh you guys are just trying to promote this like no not at all not not, at not all. the case not at the all case at all so i used to hype up grove made way before i was even working with them like even when i was just purchasing you know things for my own whatever if i bought my husband something or if i bought something for my office I would tell everyone, like, look at this thing that I got. Like, you have to go get it. And so, right, yeah, yeah, it's, awesome. it's definitely not just a promotional thing for us. It definitely, definitely. Uh. So, Jim is. I'm gonna <laughs> let him introduce himself, but Jim is basically the go-to person for Chelsea and I when whenever we email Grovemade and everything. And it kind of started a couple months back. But Jim, would you like to kindly introduce yourself, please? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Jim Hassert. Uh, my title is COO over at Grovemade. Uh, but we're a small, small company. There's about uh, 20 of us or so in all, and um, we wear a lot of different hats. So although a lot of my time is kind of um, spent on the supply side of things, making sure that everything is made and running uh, the way it should be, um, I also split my time with uh, some stuff on the marketing side. And yeah, working with amazing uh, influencers like you both uh, is one of the my projects on that side. So yeah. Aww. and. Yeah, yeah. That's a super rewarding part of the job, too, because it's all about relationships and meeting with uh, other kind of passionate uh, creatives in the world. So super fun and um, happy to have that be a part of my job. Absolutely. It's kind of crazy awesome. for me to, to hear that because it's like, right? I, I used to just, you know, uh, what do you call it? Fanboy. <laughs> when I Admire. saw your products, right? Admire. Yeah, I know fanboy. Like <laughs> But anyway, so it's like, like it. <laughs> I saw, I, I whenever I would see Grove Made products, I'm like, man, these are so nice. I wish I could own every single one. And now hearing Jim say that, like working with us was just, yeah, it's, it's wild. I'm like, yeah, like you're looking around, you're like, are you, me? Are you me? talking me? to me? Point- <laughs> Is that me you're talking to? Because like I kind of said before, like, before I was kind of even really in this space, like Grovemade was like the mecca of like desk accessories, you know, yes. like if you didn't have something for Grovemade, it was like, bro, do you even like, do you even desk? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. Can I just say this, Chelsea? Grovemade was the first company that I saw that actually offered. And I think I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm completely correct, but I'm pretty sure I am that offered these type of accessories. Like, the, the shelves, right? Jim, is that Same. correct? Like Same the desk shelf? Yeah. Yeah. The As the story goes, yeah, we didn't know what to call it. So we were just like, it looks like a shelf and it goes in your desk. So it's a desk shelf. Um, yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love now that. Now there's a number of different branded desk shelves out there. But yeah, mm-hmm. we definitely pride ourselves um, in, you know, oftentimes being first, maybe not with a, a totally new product that the world's never seen, but definitely a new take on it. Um, mm-hmm. And we try to really just be pioneers and um, working at the front um, when it comes when it comes to that stuff. Um, I absolutely yeah, get that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's it's it is coming from a similar place as art in that way. Um, Sean Kelly and Ken Tamita, Ken's our uh, co-founder and also um, part of the the design team, and, and Sean's our lead designer. 
they're really heart forward guys. Um, and, um, they just won't put anything out into the world that they don't fully love. And that hasn't gone through a ton of iteration. And it is really kind of coming from a, a similar place that art comes from. That's what I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can really tell that in your guys's work. I mean, from the first product that I got, even before, I didn't even know really anything about you guys other than like you made really cool desk stuff. So I thought I needed it. But when I got the first one, like you can just see in the fine details of everything, you're like, man, this is really like someone really put in a lot of hard work to create this. It wasn't just like slapped together, you know? So totally. yeah, you can really, really yeah. tell yeah. that. Yeah, that's that's something we, so we spend a lot of time, yeah, talking with our customers. Um, we do a lot of interviews and surveys and <laughs> video calls with folks. And one thing we consistently hear is, yeah, that just that um, there's something in the object when you hold it that you can feel. um, And the best I've been able to do to kind of summarize that is, yeah, it's, it's a level of caring and attention to detail that that starts from the design stage and then is carried all the way through to whenever the final product is, you know, made and shipped and ends up on someone's desk. Um, Mm. And that's, and that's kind of like true to the brand through and through. Like um, I think one of the things that sets us apart is, a desire to just only do things that we actually really care about and that we believe has like meaning and substance beyond just like a, a specific transaction. Mm-hmm. It's always been about something a little bit deeper than that. And so we're, and we're pretty like um, uh, focused on carrying that sentiment through all the way through consistently kind of every day. And yeah, and it's, and it's funny, we, we never really believed or understood that that would, that, the customer would be able to feel that when they hold the object. But, um, but a lot of times we hear that, we get that feedback. So you know, that's, that's super cool. It, when yeah, just to, sure. after you said that, Jim, it makes sense to me now, because if I were to try to describe your company, you know, in a very simple term, in, in a very simple way, it would be, you are the type of brand or company that lets your work speak for everything else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when I see your products, uh, people always ask me, is Grove made worth the price that they're charging? And I always say yes. yes. And Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I get that question all the time right? too. They're like, Grove made is so expensive. I'm like, bro, just do it. Like, you're not going to regret it. Like, yeah, it's expensive, but you get what you pay for. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's not even the question of how much anymore. It's just like, it makes yeah. sense to me. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, sure. why does it cost that much? Well, if you hold it, you'll understand why it costs so much. Just the other day, yeah. my sister was admiring the... Uh, the 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 MagSafe um, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. uh, stand right because it's so heavy and those are the things mm-hmm. that you 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 people don't really think about everyone's thinking about cost mm-hmm. right like cost of production mm-hmm. which obviously it's it's an important thing but you know for mm-hmm. Grove made products for that for example they made sure that the the base was heavy enough so that when you attach your phone magnetically it doesn't wobble it doesn't fall or anything like that because I have a bunch of other magnetic chargers and they're all over the place they keep falling off you know over and Mm. all that stuff and just those little things that people don't really know until they they hold so yeah that's uh i I, again and i'm kind of like just swooning over your products here jim but so to move Mm. forward i mean to just to move (laughs) on can you tell us a little bit more about the story behind grove made and how you guys got started yeah absolutely um so grove made was uh co-founded by uh joe mansfield and ken samita uh, I believe it was back in 2009, 2008, somewhere around there. And um, you can kind of read the full full story on our website, but the quick version of it is um, they were both, you know, entrepreneurs. They ended up kind of working on their own projects, but in a similar shared workspace. Um, 
and decided to team up to make a, an iPhone case made out of bamboo. Oh, interesting. And yeah, so we started off as an iPhone case company. And the first, I don't know, four or five years, that's, that's what we did. We sort of rode the wave of um, iPhone and made, uh, yeah, really beautiful and, you know, and, you know, higher price points, uh, but sculptural objects really, um, but phone cases made from bamboo and, um, yeah. And kind of pivoted the company over the years, um, into what it is today, which is, you know, largely like desk accessories, but there's been a few iterations in there as we've kind of evolved away and out of uh, iPhone land, um, that's kind of yes. cool. I never knew that. That yeah. is cool. I didn't yeah. know about the bamboo phone cases. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. It is. How um how did you get introduced to Grovemate? Did you know the founders or um and what role do you play now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so let's see. Um leading up to so going back before Grovemate, um I was a part of a small co- another small kind of company. Uh, it was called Resource Revival. Super funky like like if Portlandia was going to like write this sketch, like it would, no one would like blink an eye. It was a company that made um, products from recycled bicycle parts. So we collected, you know, tons of greasy bike chain from bike shops all over the country, cleaned them up and then made products that we sold back to consumers. So like um, a bottle opener, a bike chain bottle opener or bike chain picture frames or these sculptural bowls. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's cool. So yeah, it's kind of cool. stuff like that. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it was really neat and, and super early to the kind of like upcycled, recycled product scene. Um, this was like, you know, it started in 94. And when I joined, it was like 2002. So this is like going way back. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow. And so I was right out of college and got this introduction to small business and was a part of that company for 10 years and kind of learned from the inside, like how to run a business um, all the way through from, you know, just doing production to managing production and shipping and then bookkeeping and accounting and sales and marketing and branding, like all of these different kind of elements. And my background has um, always been in art, kind of sculpture, junk art, and like writing poems and short stories. So I went to college to be a high school English teacher so I could like make art in the summer and, <laughs> and, and, and then, you know, teach during the rest of the year. Um, but so my background's always kind of been in that um, kind of vein, more kind of artsy um, and when I got introduced to small business, I, I made the connection really early on to like, Hey, this business is just a really big kind of complex version of a sculpture where there's all these component parts that in departments basically that um, are needing to work together and they do so most harmoniously and efficiently, you know, when you really start to dial in the systems and the communication and the workflows and all that. Similar to like, you know, working a sculpture and sort of refining and taking out what shouldn't be there and, you know, kind of just working it, working that line, working that line, working that line. So it's, so it's something that's beautiful to behold. Um, so that's always been my approach to business. Um, and so kind of bringing it back to Grove made, I, I spent those 10 years kind of learning from the ground up um, and with just kind of hands-on experience, how to run a business. Um, and as my time at that first business kind of wound down, I was like, oh, I, I learned all these things. You know, how can I, how can I apply them? How can I, are they useful to other people? Uh, and I started networking and did some outreach and connected with um Ken and Joe, who were um, both active in the business then and who had co-founded it. And they were just making iPhone cases then. 
And at the time I was um, mostly doing sales actually, and had built this um, wholesale process for selling for, for small brands. So I was like, Hey, do you guys want to, you know, start wholesaling? They're like, Oh, we're interested in it. Let's, let's talk. So anyway, we decided to do this project and I was just a consultant, which is in the summer of 2012. And we built a whole department, hired people, got it running. And then it was just a huge failure. It just flopped. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was just like a, there was such a, already a big, um, relatively big direct to consumer brand selling retail that this wholesale part of the business, it was like, you know, 3% of sales or something. And it took a lot of effort and it was like all this complexity. So yeah, huge failure, um, had to shut it down. Um, but luckily, instead of just firing me altogether, um, Ken, you know, knew my past experience in running businesses and they were really starting to, I mean, really kind of implode on their own growth. Um, and they're like, Hey, he, Ken was like, maybe, you know, the sales thing isn't going to work, but maybe you can help us run the rest of the business. Um, so in January, 2013, they hired me on as, um, yeah, head of operations and, and kind of, um, we went from there just really just building, building a company because up until that point, it was basically just a product. Grove made had one product mostly. It was an iPhone case, and the business was wait for Apple to release an iPhone, new iPhone, mm-hmm. and make a case for it. Mm-hmm. And at that time, posted on Facebook <laughs> and and a couple of like key blogs, and yeah. then just you know let the orders flood in. Um, so yeah, uh, as the world started to change, things became more complex, and they had a desire to really become a business that was um, going to be enduring and sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, they realized the need for for systems, the need for building a culture and developing some core values, and and you know all the things that go along with um, you know building a an enterprise and organization that's going to last through the years. Um, that, that's you know. an awesome awesome story. You weren't kidding when you said you wore a, a bunch of hats, the, the different hats, right? You did yeah, everything. I mean, kind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah. Yeah, that's why I love small business because uh, there's no shortage of things to learn or new areas mm-hmm. to kind of go deep in. So it's, yeah, you mentioned it's awesome for that. You mentioned culture, and um, Chelsea and I were reading the about page on on Grove Made, and I couldn't help but smile while I was mm-hmm. reading the entire thing. Like I read through the entire thing, and I was just smiling the entire time because it felt like. Mm-hmm. It felt like it had a lot of fun. It was uh, it was written in a very light and you know somewhat humorous genuine. way. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's it was just very genuine. It, too, genuine, exactly. Exactly. So it had a lot of heart, and so that mm-hmm. that that told me that you know you guys have a very special type of like work culture, and it seems like mm-hmm. you you know it's it's a small business, like you said, it's a small company, but it, it feels very family. It almost like feels like a family business. So mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit more about the work culture, like how it is at Grove Made? And maybe that'll give me a, a better understanding of how, why your products are so awesome. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I fully believe that the product really, the the end product is a re- the result of everything that's behind it, right? Like from the culture to the, to the, uh, the attention to detail and everything, you know, more than the mm-hmm. technical stuff, I guess. So can you speak mm-hmm. a little bit more about work culture? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so building the culture at Grove Made um, is probably one of the most rewarding and satisfying things that I've ever been a part of. Um, and it was a process of, of, I kind of think of it as sifting, actually. So because we're founder-driven, um, and at this point, um, Ken was um, 
the only of the two founders that was kind of in, still involved in the business. Um, he ended up buying out his partner, um, Joe, at some point um, along the way. So it was, um, a lot of this stuff was, you know, starting with Ken, he's the founder um, and he has all of these values, um, things that he cares about, um, ways of working, ways of thinking, ways of being, all of that. Um, and some of it aligns well with and is really productive when applied to the business, you know, he owns GrowthMade. Um, and some of it isn't right. And mm -hmm. so when you're first building a culture with a company, or, um, it's, a, you kind of sift through all of these values to come up with the ones that are going to matter the most and be most productive and then let the other ones sort of fall away. Um, so we were really intentional about what is the culture we want to build and how do we want to put it together and how do we make it so that it isn't just words on a wall, but our actual like day to day. Yes. you know, behaviors and things that we actually live and that actually yes. come through. And when people read the words, they believe them because there's sort of action behind it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was a really intentional set out um, process that, um, that we probably spent, I mean, honestly, it was probably two years um, in the making and hundreds of hours and conversations um, before it got to a stated, which um, I believe it was kind of working and representative of something, what it looks like. Um, that's very Today. that's very cool because I never thought that a culture like work culture was intentional. I thought it was just something mm -hmm. that you organically just let happen. I mean, obviously mm -hmm. that can happen, but for mm -hmm. you guys, you you designed it in a way. Yeah, and the, so the, there's there's the material there, right? And the material is organic if you want to if you want to kind of say that, right? There's there's already these patterns and behaviors that already exist. Um, so. So just for example, um, you know, what was already in place, you know, the company already went to the river every, every summer, you know, that was like a thing that was already happening. The company already had um, these, these meetings that were limited to three people. Whenever we have more than three people in a meeting that, um, where decision-making is happening, we call it the tripod rule. Um, you know, the company already, you know, had a tradition of the holiday party or the stand-up meeting, like, so there was this material that was already in place, but there were a number of things um, that were in place um, on a spectrum of both like formal, like this is a company thing versus kind of more informal where just like employees just from kind of looking at each other and being there, you know, they all sort of behaved or did certain things together. So on the spectrum from formal to informal, there was all this material, you know, cultural in quotes material that existed. What we did was say, okay, out of all of that material, what is the stuff that resonates most with these core values that we care about and then we're gonna we're gonna back those and really build those out and then we're gonna you know cut off or sort of like stop doing these other ones okay. and, what, and when you start to do that um so i grew up in the midwest the, the analogy i always use here is um in the midwest there's a bunch of above ground pools <laughs> like everyone has like an above ground pool in their backyard and as kids we would like you know you get like four or five or six friends you'd be like let's make a whirlpool so you all start walking in the same too. direction yes that, yeah yeah, knows what's up. yeah yes you all start walking in the same direction and like after four or five six minutes like suddenly it's a serious current like and you're you you, just you know, you're floating you just, around there man around. it's like you're going <laughs> yeah. 20 miles an hour in a right and then if you start, if you try to break that current, you know, turn around like so let's try to break it. You can't. You're just getting swept up by it. Yeah, it's the best, right? 
So, so good. Yeah, that's that's what culture building is, right? It's getting everyone kind of going in that same direction, enough reps around and around and around so that everyone just gets swept up in it. And then suddenly it isn't this designed intentional thing. It just mm. flows and it feels mm-hmm. natural. Natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that that's analogy. Awesome. That's awesome. I do too. That wow. is so cool. Yeah. Above ground poles are a really big thing in the South as well. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, especially when I was growing up, but yeah, that's awesome. It's great analogy. I absolutely loved it. So I know Jim that you talked about, you know, how you kind of got started with Grove Made and all of that, but I would love to know some of the things that you've kind of learned over the years. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, everything I just said, I learned, uh, so by trial and error, really. Um, yeah. So all the culture building stuff, I, that's kind of my, so sorry, just to take a step back. So I kind of like to think about, um, in small business, like there's these like suites kind of like different areas or departments. And then mm-hmm. each one of those has these pockets of, um, kind of learning and learning opportunity. Um, so the culture building kind of suite, that whole, like, package of things that go into that was, was really, I, I love that one because it, it touches on people and relationships and it kind of, um, yeah, gives you the tools you need to like, make sure that you're impacting both like customers and employees lives in a positive way, like years down the road. Um, so the culture stuff was, um, definitely huge. Um, a lot of, uh, just kind of systems thinking and process thinking, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, like workflows and using, so there's a tool called lucid chart. I'll geek out for a second on tools, <laughs> but so lucid chart is just, it's just a, um, like a workflow tool, flow chart, um, tool. Mm-hmm. And so that, that was something that I really loved, um, learning about is just, um, how to illustrate and kind of document process as a way of refinement. Um, and also then communicating with the processes over time. Uh, another one is, um, spreadsheets. Like, so I was an English major, like I said, uh, mm-hmm. with like a focus on education so I could teach. So I'm like, you know, poetry guy. I think I took college algebra like four times because <laughs> oh I, I just kept flunking out. Cause I hate, that was I hate me doing, too. I was I terrible hate. at math. <laughs> we're all creative here. We all hate math. Uh, yeah. Yes. So when I was in college, uh, for filmmaking, and um, my husband actually, I only had to take one math class because it, it's like a, it's a creative degree or whatever. And he did the entire thing for me. <laughs> I, did, I didn't even like really log in one time. He just, he took yeah. my credentials and he like did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I needed, I needed your husband. Yeah. Right. He, he's such a math like whiz. He has um, a ma- not a master's, but like a, a bachelor's in computer science. So mm-hmm. he has done like a million math classes. I'm like, <laughs> you can do this little like algebra class, right? No problem. <laughs> totally. Jim, if you had yeah, like but- one thing that stuck, sticks out the most out of the 10 years, mm-hmm. for example, the one lesson mm-hmm. that you can, you can always go back to, to like maybe um, to, to, if you were to meet your younger self 10 years ago, from mm-hmm. all the experiences yeah. you've, you've, you've gathered, what would be that one thing that you want to, to tell yourself one lesson. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this is one that I feel like I really learned from, from working so closely with, um, Ken, Ken Tamita for so long, but, um, and it's, it's, it's one of our kind of company philosophies and it's from a popular show that everyone probably knows of Friday night lights. Uh, so it's a little cheesy, but we love it. Um, yeah. so clear eyes, clear eyes, full hearts can't lose. Mm-hmm. I love that. Show. That's, that's like a special, uh, kind of mantra and phrase for us. 
as a company, but for me personally, um, you know, the way I've interpreted that and the kind of learning moment was this belief um, that essentially if you follow your truth, uh, whatever that means for you, which first of course means knowing what that truth is, which is sometimes the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you, if you stay part. true to that, yeah. If you stay true, if you, if you could build awareness to understand what that is in the first place and then have the courage to follow it, even if it's going to lead to some, you know, potentially scary or uncertain, um, scenarios or places in your life, um, and career, um, the belief that it, you're always going to, you know, land on your feet, it's going to end up in a place that's, um, better essentially. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I grew up in a kind of blue collar background, definitely working class, not a lot of entrepreneurs in my world back then. And it was just like, you know, kind of a little bit more scarcity mindset. Yes. And it took me a long time to, you know, believe that I could kind of let go of some of the certainty and just follow this, you know, this idea of a truth. And I'd mm-hmm. always end up in a better place. So, uh, yeah, very relatable. Learning, clear eyes, full hearts can't lose. So, I, yeah. I just want to yeah. say, Jim, that what you just said there, that that entire thing that you just said is very inspiring. Mm. It honestly mm. inspired yes. me right now. So, it's mm. uh, thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Yeah. Love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of our listeners, I think it will be relatable to a lot of them and inspire them as well. So, that's perfect. I like, I love that you said that. Um, and I would also love to ask, um, what could we possibly expect from Grove Made, or what are you looking forward to in this in this year? If you don't mind sharing, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Um, so recent recent history for Grove Made, um, obviously, um, you know, everyone knows the pandemic happened, um, and a lot of the world started working from home. Um, and Grove Made makes a lot of products for folks who are working from home. So we saw a huge surge um, in mm-hmm. sales over the last year. And so a lot of our attention was just pointed at keeping our heads above the water, just making how are we going to make and ship product, which is an awesome problem that we say upgrading problems. And that was definitely an upgraded problem. Um, but we're, we're kind of coming out on the other side of that now. Things have started to plateau a little bit and we've mm-hmm. you know been able to build up um, new ways of um, producing that allow us to keep up with that demand, et cetera, et cetera. So we're, we we're able to now kind of turn to more of what, you know, what we typically do, which is mm-hmm. uh, design and make and release awesome new products. Um, so step one of that was, you know, just maybe in the last few weeks, we started reintroducing a lot of products that we had out of stock. So keep an eye out for more reintroductions okay. um, over the coming weeks. And um, we're about to release our first new product maybe since last November or October uh, in a couple of weeks. So that's coming out. It uh, it goes on your no. desk. It goes on your desk. <laughs> Chelsea and I are rubbing our hands together. They're like, yeah. ooh, I can't like wait. It. <laughs> it's very well designed. It's, it's very heavy. Um, okay. Uh, and it, uh, is, it cradles um, a non- well, it is a technology, I guess, but it's not it's not normal uh, tech accessory, but it does go into that. So there, there's all the clues for you. Oh. I also heard, I heard cradle. So I know, that I'm could, like, uh-huh, hear a lot, up. you can, uh-huh. a lot of yeah. things are spinning yeah, right I know. now. My head's spinning for right sure. Now. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. Oh, that, we've got a couple of cool um, um, brand collaborations coming up too, and that's something we're we're trying to do more of. So keep keep an eye out with uh, from where Grove made X dot 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 whatever it might be. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, the last that's one, so the, the key cult one, was insane. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, it was insane. Yeah. I was just Amazing. Like, 
I was like, what? I can't, I can't. I mean, I didn't, I didn't see it like personally, like hands on, but I know Michael had it and um, a, a few of our other friends had it. And I'm like, I need Chelsea, that. that I did amazing. I did not want to return the keyboard. I'm like, I know you didn't. Like, I remember they won't you're like, notice. do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> they won't notice. Wait, I'm like, wait a minute. They know where I live. So <laughs> you had like two days to get it back to them. I remember. And you were like, I don't want to know. I want to give it back. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Jim, nice. we really, really do appreciate you spending, you know, a little bit of your time with us. And it's been an inspiring conversation. I wish we could we could go on more and more, but I, we understand that you have other things as, you know, someone of your uh, responsibility, I should just say, you have a bunch of hats. They're all waiting, lined up right there next to you, I bet. So you're just <laughs> ready to wear them. Um, we would just like to say thank you again for for being here and for giving us a little bit more of um, uh, maybe a little uh, look into insight. what, yeah, insight into what Grove made, who Grove made is as a company, as a culture, as, you know, just, just this awesome, awesome brand that Chelsea and I personally just absolutely love. And we can't wait to see what's next. Um, yes. Can you tell us, uh, the ladies and gentlemen, whoever is listening, uh, where they can find you? I know it's pretty obvious, but, you know, here, the floor is yours. <laughs> you can, you can promote and yeah. 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 So, um, if you haven't, uh, if you don't already discover us through Michael or Chelsea's, uh, Instagram or YouTube, uh, feeds and channel, you can always find us at grovemade.com on the internet, on the internet, on the, the internet. internet, on the internet, <laughs> the world wide web, <laughs> world wide web, man. I've not heard that in a while. <laughs> I love it. Jim, Thank you. Thank you so much for well, being thanks here. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Really and then maybe next time in the future, you can you can come back and give us a little update or something. Of course. That'd be awesome. We would always, love to have you. Always, always. happy to do it. Yeah. Awesome. Our little, our little creaky door is always open for, for, <laughs> for you guys. For Jim for sure. and for the rest of Grove Made. Yeah. Thank yes. you so much. <laughs> awesome. Cool. All right. Thanks, Michael. Thanks Bye. Bye. Thank you, Thank Jim. Thank you. Thank you all once again for hanging out with your favorite coffee and pizza crew. If you're listening to us through Apple podcasts, be sure to rate and leave us a little tidbit. Michael obsesses over those. Anyways, thank you guys once again. My name is Chelsea. And I am Michael. Signing, signing off. off. Bye. Bye.